Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. All right, welcome into the OBR Film Breakdown Crossover Edition with All Eyes on Cleveland. As we get into game day, have my man Brad Ward with me here. Brad, how are you? I'm excellent. Uh, looking forward to this game. It's kind of turned into a, uh, a rather sexy game with uh, Justin Fields playing and looks to be uh, an exciting one. Yeah, you throw Justin Fields in and you throw Odell's return and you got a bunch of what would probably be non-national eyes on a football game like this is is all of a sudden everybody's focused in. It'll be on the Monday talk shows. It'll it'll make the rounds, Brad. So we hope that this game can turn in Cleveland's direction. Odell has a great first game back. Justin Field has his one game. Listen, I like the kid. I hope he has one game that's terrible all year, and this is the one game <laughs> I'm really pulling for him because the Browns won't have to see him for a long time after this one. So I'm pulling for him after today. Brad and I were checking the weather before the show started. It is a beautiful forecast for tomorrow if you're going to be at the game around the 68 to 72 range throughout the game. A little partly cloudy. It's going to be a beautiful day at First Energy Stadium if you do go. As for your gambling lines, it is a uh, CBS Sports is the one I'm using. Their odds through Caesar Sportsbook, negative seven and a half. If you're a win bet person, you're in one of the states that you can use win bet. Great sponsor of the uh, Blue Wire Podcast Network. Seven and a half uh, point favorite the Browns are. Could have moved. You could have gotten it earlier when it uh, was unadjusted. But uh, the the number I see is seven and a half right now and 44 and a half. Brad, there's been some discourse about that being a little too high. Bears fans being a little upset about that. Some of the people who cover the team. Do you think that's too high, too low, or right about where it should be? No, it feels right to me, uh, Jake. I just, I get the feeling from, you know, I went on a, a Bears podcast as a guest and I listened to a couple uh, just to kind of get the feel of things. And they feel like the Browns are ripe for the upset here um, with Justin Fields coming in. Obviously very excited about Fields' debut, uh, but they feel very strongly that uh, they can stop the Browns run, Browns run game. And I'm not so sure about that, Jake. Not so sure either. Not so sure either. That is going to dictate a lot of things because Cleveland, even though getting Odell back, still not a juggernaut throwing the football consistently right now. They will try to lean into the run game, as we all know. They could answer with some different throwing attempts that we might not expect, but for the most part, we would think that Cleveland would try to uh, make a big part of their game plan built on 27 and 24 until we see otherwise, right? As for the broadcast team, 1 o'clock kick, it's going to be on Fox is what I'm gathering. It is going to be a Kevin Burkhart, Greg Wilson, Pam Oliver team. So uh, spare you from the usual CBS stuff that we've gotten of late, like Adam Archuleta last weekend, just calling people the wrong name, saying Christian Kirksey still plays for the Browns. <laughs> Come on, Brad. we got We got to be better than this, man. If you, I just can't stand when that. guys – they don't do their homework, man. Like I was, I tweeted out this morning, I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast. They're calling Demetri Felton Fenton. Right. They're yeah. calling that. They, they're yeah. talking about this game with the Browns about how uh, Justin Fields and all. It's like, OK, also Odell's back. So you can't talk about how Browns don't have receivers when it's been pretty known all week that Odell was going to play. So whatever, you know, get a little nitpicky there. But you know, if you're going to talk about a game, you might want to do your homework on it around who's going to play, who's not. As far as people that have we have heard 
are not playing for sure right now that matter. Eddie Goldman, to me, stands out particularly, Brad, because Akeem Hicks is their pass rush guy. But as far as defending the interior run game, gap to gap, Eddie Goldman's been their guy, especially dating back to some of their better defenses in the past three years, right? Yeah, and their defense was pretty awful week one, bounced back last week. But, uh, you know, he he will play a huge role, but – I think their secondary is very is rather susceptible. You know, I, we know their front seven yeah. is good, and Goldman's presence is going to be important. Um, but uh, their secondary can give up a good amount of yards. Uh, you know, Browns can have their way. I, I'm not really worried about this. This defense doesn't seem to me to be the same as it what it has been in years past. Yeah. I, I know the front seven is tough, but and they think they can stop the run, but. Um, I just think the Browns' offensive line is so good. Um, they should be able to handle, right? Time. Yeah, no, yeah, no problem on my side. The Bears are going to be – I think the Bears have two pretty obvious weak links in their secondary. And they're down to Sean Gibson, who we all remember from Cleveland days. He's not playing, so it seems like DeAndre Houston Carson is going to play mm-hmm. or Deion Bush is going to play. Eddie Jackson's beat up. He's, t- he's trending toward playing, but he's beat up. Jalen yes. Johnson, a nice corner. I think he's a good player. But Kendall Vildor, Kendall Vildor is their other corner, and Duke Shelley will do a little bit of their nickel work, I think, as well. They seem to be searching. Like I always talk about it, man. People hear me on this pod talk about where's Waldo, man. Find those guys, pick on them. That would be my uh, my expectation for this game. Pick on some of those guys who I think you can pick on. Hopefully, they can take advantage of them. We'll see. There's a ton of questionable labels across the defense. Uh, one of their linebackers, Jeremiah Adichow, is. Uh, Yes. Uh, is 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 questionable and I might have butchered that name. You can make fun of me if you want later on. No. I don't Hicks. know how to say it either. Yeah. Add it add it to I'm giving sure. up on it. I'm strikeout man. I'm notoriously terrible with last names. Uh Akeem Hicks we good. know uh he <laughs> Akeem <laughs> Hicks we know questionable. Uh he's probably going to play Goldman's already been ruled out today via Bears Twitter, official Twitter, Bilal Nichols. Uh, questionable label, and and like we said, Eddie Jackson label is questionable. We're going to have to see about Darnell Mooney, too. Darnell Mooney and Marquise Goodwin are both questionable as well on the offensive side, and then obviously Andy Dalton's out. So uh, other things of note here, a little point spread gambling stuff we talk about. Bears are 1-5 against the spread. Their last six games as a road underdog, so their recent data as a road underdog covering the spread, not good. The 44-and-a-half line seems to be a good line to pick Player props worth considering, according to our friends here at CBS. David Montgomery, 16 and a half rushing attempts, taking the yeah. over on that. You get plus 100 odds. You've got some notes on David Montgomery. I just think uh, that's the Browns' key to the game. I mean, if, if you want to talk about keys to the game, Browns have to stop him. He's been dynamite this year. He's the pinball. Uh, he, you know, has run really well. They've used him in the past game. You got to think with Fields starting that they're gonna, you know, Browns are probably gonna see some zone read with him in, in Fields and probably gonna have to try to stop Montgomery. You know, in the short passing game, they like to, you know, get him out of the backfield quick, uh, and uh, they like to give him the ball a, a lot. You know, Nagy notoriously, uh, undisciplined uh, with the, staying with the run game so you know if the Browns can stop it early and force you know fields of throwing the ball on third and longs and keep him in the pocket I think that's how the Browns win this game you know they haven't blitzed much Jake but this seems like the the uh this seems like the opportunity to maybe dial up uh some extra pressure to try to get to fields I think you can take some guys out of the secondary and try to create some pressure in this game 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You better, right? You only blitz Tyrod three times. You didn't blitz at all in the second half by blitz. I mean, bringing five or more pressure. Yeah. You better. You better find a way to confuse the kid. And you're talking about David Montgomery. It's an absolute key. If the Bears can find comfort handing the ball off for five or six yards to create second and third and shorts, that makes the difference in the game. Got to put fields in third and longs, man. Got to make got to make him feel pressure to move the offense. That is for certain. Other player props to consider. Odell Beckham, 40, 45 and a half receiving yards. They think he'll go over, according to our friends at CBS, partly because Jarvis is out, partly because they think that after this long layoff, all the conversations, they're going to be very active in targeting Odell. So they think that's a good over number, 45 and a half. Baker Mayfield, uh, well, I'm in between. I'm in between. I I, I think that they, they definitely know they want to get Odell involved, but I think the big thing that has been a sticking point with the Odell-Baker relationship, Brad, has been forcing him the football, right? Let it yeah. happen organically. Dial up maybe a few shot throws for him, but let everything else happen organically. Don't don't try to change Baker. Like, don't try to change, man. Just do you go out play football. If 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 number thirteen is in line with where the target should go, then throw it to him. Right. Don't be yep. thinking about it too much. So, I'm 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 fine with that. Where are you on on that total? Do you think he goes over? I think he goes over it, but probably in maybe like two or three receptions. I think he could, you know, maybe catches one for, you know, 30 or 40 yards. And, and I don't think he gets like a huge target. I think he's on a pitch count, right? Probably pretty conservative, sure. maybe around where it was at 20 to 25, you know, routes run or snaps or something like that. So I, I think maybe they get him for maybe like three receptions over. I did take the over on the yardage, though. Yeah, I feel I feel OK about the over on the yardage for sure. I think the last one they have here is Baker, 19 and a half completions. They like that over. Uh, you're laying uh, 130 odds on that one, partly because right. of his efficiency. He's got a lot of completions. He's over 80%. In his first two games, been completing a ton of throws. I'll give Baker credit there. I thought he missed a lot of throws in the second half in terms of easy throws that could have turned into points for him. But I do think 19 and a half. They try to get him to 29, 30, 30 attempts a game. And if he can complete 22, 23, you feel pretty good about it. So... I like those three overs. If I had to pick one of those, I feel the least certain about probably Odell just because there's a ton of mystery and how long he's going to play, right? You don't, yes. you don't ever really know how long a guy coming back from ACL is going to play, but it's certainly one I could see hitting too. We've talked about two keys. I think Odell, David Montgomery are two keys. Blitzing, Joe Woods blitzing is uh, is another real key to this game. Being creative and getting an OC quarterback out of the comfort zone, I feel they've been in the first two weeks. What's uh, Any other ones you have, Brad, before I give you mine? 
Uh, I mean, you got to turn you got to turn him over. You got to turn Fields over at least once. I mean, like the Bengals got an easy one, cheap one on him last week. You know, blitzed all out and dropped right into his hot where he'd been going all preseason. Got an easy pick on him. I mean, he's he's a rookie, right? He's a rookie. You got to throw some stuff at him, confuse him. I mean, they got a cheap one on him last week by doing that. I think the Browns can do the same. Yeah, I think so too. Winning the turnover battle is my thing. The Browns have been. It's not talked about enough. They've been on the wrong side of the turnover battle to start the year. They are, I think, negative three right now. I haven't looked at it officially, but I think as as far as I know, based on how the first first week went, there were two up two last week. I think they only, I think it was a two over one is what I believe last week's split was. So they are negative three in the turnover department. And as we know, a big part of why they were able to survive some of the growing pains early last year was because they were out in front of that turnover battle. So I think they have to try to flip that script and try to get into the turnover positive this week. It's going to be huge for them. And yeah, if they can, if they can, how that happens, right? Smart quarterback play, taking care of the football from the offense's perspective. And then on defense, confusing Justin Fields and creating some turnovers that way, because I think that's how you're going to get him a strip sack. A, uh, like yeah. you said, what since he did to him, I loved it. They brought seven and bailed one at the last second, right into his crossing route. Uh, near the line of scrimmage that's just the perfect thing what you do is trick young quarterbacks throw and to replace the blitz but then you replace the blitzers and you can create a turnover that way so that was good to see uh that he will do those sorts of things and i think he still will so you gotta you gotta bring some heat gotta put some pressure on him Uh, i'm with you i always talk about for me it's a five number like if you want to have a really good defensive effort brad between turnovers and sacks you got to get to the five number so that's where i would like to see the browns defense get to any closing thoughts before we depart my friend uh, it's just one last thought I had here. Interesting stat, you know, pressure, as far as pressures go. Uh, 14 of the 17 pressures applied to the, uh, or that the um, Bears' offensive line have given up has been on the interior. Um, so their center, Mustafer, I think his name is, or whatever, has struggled mm-hmm. uh, a great deal. So you look for maybe Malik uh, McDowell, Malik uh you know, Jackson have the Malik's to have a, maybe a big game here up the middle. Uh, or maybe that's where you want to apply that pressure more is maybe to the interior. Seem to be susceptible there, uh, Jake. I agree. Cody Whitehair, James Daniels are their guys inside that have been traditionally pretty good, but they've all struggled. This offensive line's been bad. And Jace Peters is their most consistent player. And Jason Peters is 39 years old. So you got to take advantage. I mean, there's no better game to get your defense right, in my opinion. You got a young quarterback. You got the opportunity to confuse him. You got a bad offensive line, so you can get some pressure if you can hold some coverage downfield. It's the right mix for the Browns. Then it's about their offense going out, taking care of the football, and doing what we know they can do. This is a win in my book. It has to be a win. It, if they're who we think they are, this has to be a win, Brad. So if you're at the game live tomorrow or you're listening to this on game day morning, make sure you bring your attitude, you bring your energy, make it loud there like you did last week. Hopefully these guys can get off the field on third down to to keep you excited about things. We'll hopefully see that flip. And another little important nugget before we go, Browns are 16 of 16 on play action attempts this year. Keep that up, man. And, and I'm not asking you for, you know, for you to be perfect, but you got a great play action quarterback, a smart coach. They've been using that uh, that that type of throw downfield or in screen game really well. So you want to see that continue. Brad, this has been great, man. This is a crossover between all eyes on Cleveland and the OBR Film Breakdown. If you are going to check us out, we have a noon pregame tomorrow. We will give away tickets to the Vikings game. Check that out and join us on the OBR Twitch. That'll be a great time. You can enter that ticket giveaway. Pumped about that. And then we will do a postgame show after for however long you guys want it. I know, Brad, I will have my postgame podcast up in the evening. I'm sure you will as well, my friend. 
uh, let the yes, let the listeners know where they can find your stuff. Yeah, all eyes on Cleveland.com and uh, we're all popular podcasts are found, of course, the YouTube uh, channel, uh, all eyes on Cleveland as well. I think the Browns look sharp tomorrow, Jake. Uh, bounce back when I, I got him like 30, uh, 34, 17, something like that. I like it. It'd be lo- yeah, it'd be lovely to see them take the will from somebody else, right? Instead of having yep. to fight through a through a fourth quarter. That's the next step in this metamorphosis between the morbid franchise we've seen for so many years and this one that we think is pretty legit now. And, and they are. They just have to take the next step and bury somebody from first quarter to fourth quarter. So it'd be really nice to see that happen here. Again, all eyes on Cleveland with Brad Ward. He's the man. Check him out. Make sure you're listening. Mm-hmm. Check out this OBR Film Breakdown podcast as well. Uh, Great coverage of your Sunday football game, both before and after. Check it all out. We appreciate you guys, and go Browns.